This is Women in Revival podcast. Today, we are starting a series called The Scarlet Thread. Our topic for today is Destruction in the Loom. Today, we'll be seeing how Rahab saw destruction in the loom. Jericho was totally wiped out, yet God found Rahab. Rahab was a woman who saw destruction looming. She saw destruction in the loom. Sisters, do you have God's wisdom? Do you have God's wisdom to show you when there is destruction in your family? When there is destruction in the workplace? Your church? Deborah Shinobi, Nautica's father, on this matter. Father God, thank you for this series that we are starting today. Thank you for what you have in your heart for we, your daughters. Just speak to our hearts, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to welcome you to this new series of Women in Revival podcast. I trust all is well with you. I trust the Lord has been good to you as he has been to me. And um, I am praying that this new series that we are embarking on will bring you blessing. It will bring you closer and closer to the Lord. We are starting this new series tagged The Scarlet Thread, A True Token. The Scarlet Thread, A True Token. And we're taking this series for the next five, six days. And it is my prayer that you will encounter and engage the Lord even as we go through this series together. Remember, at any point in this series, you can go back to our website. If you miss any session, just go back to www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk and then you can go on our WIR podcast and you will find a list of many other podcasts and this particular one or even on our own page. If you scroll down, you will find our recent podcast, which will be this podcast that we are running now. The Scarlet Thread, a true token. I am hoping you will share this podcast with your loved ones. You will share it on your social media, on your emails. I tell you, women are seeking, women are searching. And it is my prayer that you will be God's channel to minister to the need of that woman in your life of that colleague at your workplace amen so today under this series that we are starting the scarlet thread a true token i want us to consider destruction on the loom destruction on the loom so let us go and read the book of joshua chapter 2 verses 1 and 2 so the book of joshua chapter 2 Verses 1 and 2 from the King James Version says, And Joshua, the son of Nun, sent out of Shittim two men to spy secretly, saying, Go view the land, even Jericho. And they went and came into an Alot's house, named Rahab, and lodged there. And it was told the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, there came men in Hidah to night of the children of Israel to search out the country. 
So here we are introduced to the days of Joshua. You know, after the death of Moses, the man of God, the mantle, so to say, fell upon Joshua to take the people of God into the promised land. And they were about to enter their promised land, the first land they are about to conquer, Jericho. And here, Joshua sent some spies down to Jericho to spy the land, to view the land, to have at least a bit of information regarding the land. And as they entered this land, the Bible says, these spies came into the house of an harlot. Wow. I am seeing a woman who is well positioned. The Bible says she is an harlot, a prostitute. Even in, you know, in getting property, she got a property in the right location. She got it very close to the border. So that as men are coming in, as men are going out, a house, there is no way you will come into Jericho without passing through Rahab's house. So we are told that these spies came into an harlot's house and the name of that harlot is Rahab. And then the information went out to the king of Jericho that look, there are some men from Israel who have come to search out our country and they are lodging in the house of Rahab. So with that in mind now, I want us to go to Chapter 2, verses 8 to 11. And it says, And before they were laid down, she came up unto them upon the roof. And she said unto the men, I know that the Lord had given you the land, and that your terror is falling upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you, when ye came out of Egypt, and what ye did unto the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side, Jordan, Sion and Og, whom ye utterly destroyed. Are you seeing? Verse 11. And as soon as we heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. So we are looking at destruction in the loom. Here we are seeing Rahab, whom the Bible introduced to us at the very beginning of Joshua chapter 2 as an harlot. An harlot who rented a house or purchased a house in the right location where she knew that, look, getting a house in this location will help my trade. So here she is now encountering the men of Israel who came to spy the land and invested. She said, look, we have heard how the Lord your God dried the water of the Red Sea. We've heard how your God did that which seems impossible when you came out of Egypt. We have heard how the two kings of the Amorites were dealt with by you. We have heard how ye utterly destroyed them. And our hearts melted because you are coming also to destroy this land. So Rahab, who was an alert, says that there was a destruction coming upon both the men 
and the women of our city, Jericho. Rahab, at this point in our life, was living a life of destruction. And her city, where she lived, the city where she was living in destruction, was also under destruction. In a couple of days, this city will be utterly destroyed, even by the Israelites. Rahab, though a prostitute, Rahab, though a woman who lived on the red light district, Rahab, though a, an escort, so to say, the sand understood that there was destruction on the loom. How? She heard of what God had been doing in other places. And I don't know what your life is also. Sometimes, you know, when we hear of what is happening with people, sometimes I believe there should be a stirring up for our own lives. Rahab says that there was destruction coming upon her people. And we will see how Rahab, a prostitute, an irresponsible woman, so to say, but the sand that there was destruction in the loom and she took action. A life without Christ is a life on the road to destruction. It is a life that do not have the wherewithal to face the adverse weather of life. Life is full of adverse weather, isn't it? And it is only those who have found Christ that will be able to withstand the adverse weather of life. May I say that adverse weather of life affects both the Christian and the non-Christian. But a woman with Christ in her life stands through storms, stands through cold, stands through hailstones, stands through whatsoever season of life she finds herself. Rahab noticed that there was destruction on the loom. And she took the right step to secure her future. Oftentimes in the Western world, we hear sometimes that, wow, there's going to be snow in another couple of days. And what do people begin to do? We begin to make preparation. We greet the road. We do all sorts of things in preparation for the snowfall. Sometimes in places that suffer hurricanes and what have you, flood, people know ahead and what happened. They begin to prepare even against that calamity. Is your life secured against the adverse weather of life? Is your life secured for what lies ahead in the future? It is my prayer that as we go through this series, your life will find security in Christ and in Christ alone. Amen. This is Women in Revival podcast. Today, we are continuing a series called The Scarlet Thread. Our topic for today is 
a kind gesture. Today we will be seeing how Rahab showed a kind gesture to the men who came to her house. These men were Israelite men. They were spies seeking out to see what Jericho was like. And here we see that Rahab. Rahab was a woman who lived in Jericho. She was a prostitute. Yet she gave a kind gesture to these men. She helped these men. But she did not just help them. In the midst of this helping, she told a lie. She did not fully say the truth to the guards who came to her house. Sisters, what about you? Are you mixing good things with bad words? Are you mixing your good deeds with lies? Sisters, ponder on these things. Deborah Shinobi, United us further on this matter. Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for day two of this series, The Scarlet Thread, a true token. As we get into this series again, I am praying that you will use this series to bring many, many women, even unto yourself, that you will bring them to the place of their lives being secured in you and in you alone. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you so much for still taking the time to join us, even on Women in Revival podcast. It is my prayer that the Lord will speak to your heart, even as we go through this series. The Scarlet Thread, a true token. If you have missed any particular session, do go back to our website, www.okofrighteousness.co.uk. Go on our Women in Revival WIR podcast. There you will find this series and many other series. Or if you just go on our home page, scroll down, you will find our recent podcast. So there you will find this Scarlet Thread series. So go through whatever session you've missed and do feel free to share it with other people. Do feel free to invite others as you listen together and share thoughts together. And if you have any need to contact us, do go on our website, go on our contact us page and we will respond. You can call us or WhatsApp us on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five or on our contact us page you will find every information needed last time on this series the scarlet trader through token we saw that there was destruction on the loom and rahab who was an harlot who was a woman of bad reputation understood recognized discerned that destruction was in the loom and she acted appropriately as we will see in this series today let us go and share thoughts together on a kind gesture let us go again to the book of joshua we will read verse 3 to verse 7 and we read a couple of other scriptures a kind gesture i am reading again joshua 2 3 to 7 from the king james version and it says, And the king of Jericho sent unto Rehab, saying, Bring forth the men that come to thee, which are entered into thine house, for they be come to search out all the country. And the woman took the two men, and hid them, and said thus, There came men unto me, but I wist not 
Wednesday were. And it came to pass about the time of shutting of the gate when it was dark that the men went out. Whither the men went, I wot not. Pursue after them quickly, for ye shall overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof of the house and hid them with the stalks of flax which she had laid in order upon the roof. Verse 7. And the men pursued after them the way to Jordan unto the forts. And as soon as they which pursued after them were gone out, they shut the gate. May the Lord bless his word again, even as we share thoughts together on today's session. So we are looking at a kind gesture. Here is Rahab now. Remember who understood the time, who knew destruction was hanging around their city. So here the king of Jericho sent message to Rahab that bring out those Israelites who came into you. I knew that these men entered into your house. Bring them out because their mission here was to search out our country. And in verse 4, we are told that Rahab had Rahab took the two men and she hid them. Are you seeing a kind gesture? She took the two men and she hid them. She protected them. She saved them. And she said, look, no man had entered here. I don't know where these men have been to. I don't know where they are. Indeed, some men came, but they've gone. About the time that the gate was shutting, the men went out and I don't know where they have gone. You push you after them quickly. And verse 6 told us that Rahab had actually brought these men to the roof of her house and she healed them within the stalks of flax. She did a very kind gesture even unto these men. She did a charitable work even unto these men. And I believe we are at a great threshold of many charitable works. We are at a time when there is charitable works here, charitable work there. I don't know if there is any cause that does not have a charitable work behind it. Charitable work for different kinds of sicknesses and diseases and life situation and whatsoever. So Rahab offered unto these men a kind gesture. She did not give them up, even unto the king. Instead, she arose and hid them. She risked her life. And there are many, many women who are actually risking their lives for the sake of others. They actually don't have to be Christian women, honestly. There are many causes out there that women are spearheading. Many charitable works for children, this and that, for women. Not even women who are Christian. Women in the world doing all sorts of charitable work. And I am seeing that charitable work is good. Just as we are seeing in the case of Rahab. She brought these men up. But you will also see something even in the midst of her charitable work. In verse 5, she said, And it came to pass about the time of shutting of the gate, when it was dark, that the men went out. Whither the men went, I want not. Pursue after them quickly, for you shall overtake them. So you are seeing that even in the midst of her kind gesture, what are we saying? 
there was lie, there was deception wrapped around it. In the midst of our charitable work was lie. And if we are going to offer anything unto the Lord, honestly, the Bible says, Be ye holy, for I am holy. The type of charitable work that will be acceptable before the Lord must be a charitable work that is done through Christ. A charitable work that is holy indeed. So, yes, Rahab rescued the men, but yet, not without deception, not without an iota of sin, not out of the love of Christ that compels her. When the love of Christ compels you, you act out of his love in holy living. You will not do anything, even though it might endanger your life. But it will not be done in deception. Not at all. So we are saying that charitable work, as great as they are, as wonderful as they are, is not sufficient to rescue Rahab from the destruction that was about to befell that city. The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 6, talking about love now, that love rejoiceth not iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. So we see the charitable work that Rahab offered was a charitable work in iniquity. It wasn't a charitable work in truth. And Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 to verse 9 says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. What saves us is grace through Christ's death on Calvary Street. says, it's not of yourself. It is not of your charitable work. Do I have anything on charitable works? Not at all. It is good that we Christians, we do all sorts of, uh, you know, charitable activities, charitable works for the community, for different people. But if your charitable work is not built on godliness, on righteousness, on holiness, God says your charitable work is not acceptable. There are people who are doing charitable works, you know, collecting every 28p over one pound. And people look for many crooked ways to accumulate more of this 28p. God says such work is not acceptable, even in my sight. And your charitable works cannot save you. Salvation is not of works. So that you don't boast that it is because you are offering help to children to women, to different causes. That is why you are saved. God says no. Salvation is by grace, through faith in what Christ did in his death at Golgotha. And it is my prayer that your life will not only offer kind gesture, your life will not only offer charitable works, your life will be indeed an emblem of the finished work of Christ by grace through the finished work of Christ on the cross of Calvary. Amen.
This is Women in Revival podcast. Today, we'll be continuing a series called The Scarlet Thread. Our topic for today is a sincere request. Today, we'll be seeing how Rahab made a sincere request to the men who came to help her. She asked for something, a token, a true token. Sisters, what are you asking for? The only true token is Jesus, who died on the cross to save your sins. Are you asking for him? Have, are you praying to him? Are you asking him to bless your life every single day? Is he your focus? Or are you looking for citizenship? Are you looking for money, for work? Or is your focus on Jesus? Deborah Ashinabi will now take us further on this matter. Lord Jesus, thank you once again for this series. Thank you for the issues that you seem to be raising with us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I praise you, Lord. Amen. Thank you once again for still joining us on this series, The Scarlet Thread, A True Token. If you have missed any particular session, do feel free to go back to our website, www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk. Go on our WIR podcast. There you will find this series and many other series. Also, look at this series directly. Just go on our home page, scroll down, and then you will find our recent podcast. Check any session that you may have missed. Also, we have um, another resource that might help you further with this series. So, if you check underneath the page that is hosting this particular podcast, you will find other resources that might be of help with, for you on this series. Last time on this series, The Scarlet Thread at True Token, we saw Rahab, who understood the time, who knew that there was destruction in the loom, who knew her town was about to be destroyed. We saw her took step in helping even the spies that came to spy our city. She offered them charitable work. And God says, charitable works cannot save you. By grace alone can you be saved through Christ's death on the cross. So today again, let us go and look at a sincere request. A sincere request even from Rahab. Let's read Joshua chapter 2 again. We will read verse 8 to verse 12. And again, I'll be reading from the King James Version. Grab your Bible as we read together. And it says, And before they were laid down, she came up unto them upon the roof. And she said unto the men, I know that the Lord had given you the land, and that your terror is falling upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when ye came out of Egypt. And what ye did unto the two kings of the Amorites, 
that were on the other side Jordan, Sion and Og, whom ye utterly destroyed. Verse 11 And as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above, in earth beneath. So we are seeing Rahab having hid even the spies. Having told the people that the king sent to come and search out these men in Rahab's house. Having told them that, look, go after them. Probably you might meet them. Having told a lie, having offered help to these spies, coated with lie, we are now seeing Rahab. Now saying, look, as you are about to go back to the place you came from, we have ate so much, we know this city will be taken by you. We know Jericho will soon be destroyed. We are all fainted. We are all discouraged. No one is courageous anymore since we've heard of what your God did for you. Let's look at what she said in verse 11. She said, as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. Are you seeing a testimony concerning the God of Israel? Say, look, I know, even though I'm a prostitute, I know from what I have heard that the Lord your God is God both in heaven and even on earth beneath. Now, because of what I know of your God, because of what I have heard of your God, I am not settling down just for the charitable work that I've offered you. I am not settling down just for my kind gesture. I know that my works cannot save me. So verse 12 now. So Rahab said, Now therefore, because of what I know, I pray you, swear unto me by the Lord, since I have shewed you kindness. Are you seeing what she's saying? I have shown you kindness, but this kindness cannot save me. That ye will also shew kindness unto my father's house and give me a true token. Wow, this is mind-blowing for me. She wasn't just asking for a token. She was asking for a true token. Something that distinguishes her from every other person that will be experiencing even the forthcoming destruction. Give me a true token. I am seeing Rahab seeking and asking for the Lord. Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. When Rahab was seeking and asking for a true token, she was asking for the Messiah. The Bible from Genesis to Revelation shows us the trend of the scarlet thread, our Lord Jesus. She said, give me a true token. I am not asking you for religion. For religion sometimes disguises under iniquity. I am not asking you for charitable work. I am not saying honor me because I have done some charitable work. But I am seeking for a true token. 
Rahab knew that the only thing that will save her from this future destruction is that she receive a true token as she requested for the same. And I don't know where you are. I'm not sure if you are a Christian. Maybe you just go to church. Or maybe you are actually not a Christian. Maybe you say, well, I'm an atheist. Or I am this or I am that. I don't believe in God. Well, I actually believe in God. But I know God is just sitting down there. He has nothing to do with what is happening here on earth. God says, no, I am in charge. I am in charge. And there are destructions falling upon the earth from left, right and center. What sustains you? What secures you from these destructions? There are destructions that whether you like it or not, it falls on everybody. But God says, for my own people, I build an hedge around them. For as many women that have collected and accepted the true token, they are secured. What everybody is going through, they might be going through the same, but their life shines as light. They become the Lord's radiance. So Rahab asked the spies for a true token. Are you saying she wasn't asking for tokens? She was asking for a true token. There is only one true token that the Father gave to humanity. And that token of his love is the Lord Jesus. Why the Lord was baptized by John the Baptist. God confirmed this and said, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Christ is God's token for humanity. Christ is God's token to the fallen Adam race. Christ is God's token for you who is hearing this particular series. Have you asked for the true token? Have you received Christ the true token? Have you received him who is the scarlet thread? Matthew chapter 7 verses 7 to 11 says, Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh shall be opened. Or what man is there of you, whom if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gift unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them? that ask him so what am i saying ask for the true token stop asking for riches stop asking for god to slaughter and deal with your enemies ask for the true token find seek for this true token knock for the true token what you need is not citizenship what you need is not the reconciliation of your children back to you. What you need is not promotion in your workplace. These things are good. They will become addendum as you asked God for the true token. God says 
even you parents you don't give your children stones when they ask you for bread you don't give them serpent when they ask you for fish how much more me your heavenly father whether you are a christian or you are not a christian by creation god owns you so god says if you ask me for the true token do you think i will not give you the true token and it is my prayer that as we go through this series you will indeed ask him for the true token in genesis chapter 3 adam and eve led humanity out of god's plan out of god's fatherhood for humanity they led humanity into the hand of the devil but again god gave his son jesus as the true token to lead humanity back to him all have seen the bible says and fall short of the glory of god humanity came to earth falling short by birth we fell short but in christ jesus we became accepted again christ became that ladder that lifted us up from our shortness to be able to reach god so i don't know where you are i don't know what sin you are playing with maybe whatsoever your sin might be i don't know the type of lifestyle you have been living in maybe you say well deborah you don't fully understand i have gone far 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 into sin maybe you are saying actually look i am practicing homosexuality deborah you don't fully understand i have aborted many children deborah you don't fully understand i have embezzled money over and over again god cannot save me god cannot give me that true token may i say to you actually you will be the first person that god will offer this true token the bible says it was while we were yet sinners that christ came to save us if only you will request for that true token if only you will confess with your mouth that you are a sinner and you are confess that yes christ died for you and you want him indeed as your true token i promise you christ will accept you god will accept you into his beloved shall we pray so father god i am praying for everyone who are going through this particular session with us and particularly that woman who have aborted series of children that woman who is now living in emptiness i am praying lord for that woman who felt the consequence of her past is eating her up and felt that she has sinned beyond your reach i am praying lord that you will touch her heart and you will bring her to see the depth of your love maybe she's saying my own sin is deep may you open the eyes of such a woman to see that your love goes deeper even than that bring every woman that is underneath the sound of my voice to come to accept to receive you lord jesus the true token amen if you have prayed with us give us a call 
send us an email, chat us, and we'll be happy to follow you up after this series. It is my prayer that you will indeed make that sincere request of Christ, the true token. It is my prayer that Christ, who is the true token of God, become yours and yours alone. Amen. for what? That her life and that the lives of her family would be saved. Today we will see how this same request was indeed granted. Sisters, have you asked a request from God? Are you starting to think that God will not answer? Are you starting to think that God has not heard you, has not heard your prayer? Sisters, remember, when you ask, you will receive. God hears prayer. Deborah should be an article's father on this matter. Heavenly Father, I want to say thank you once again for how you have been sharing your heart with us on this series. Having brought us here again, do open our ears to hear you and our hearts to receive of you. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to welcome you again to this series, The Scarlet Thread, A True Token. I am praying that you will find it um, an encouragement, even for your very life and for your Christian journey. Do spread this, do share this with those in your life. Do use it as a means of engaging other Christian women, of edifying them, even in the faith. Amen. So last time on Women in Revival podcast, we were looking at a sincere request. We saw Rahab, who was a prostitute, and Harlot, a woman who lived on the red light district, a woman who actually purchased her house at the right location where a prostitution business can grow. Yet, she discerned that destruction was in the loom. She discerned that destruction was coming and she acted appropriately. And last time we saw her making a request for a true token. So today, let us see was the request granted or not. If you missed yesterday's session, go back to our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk. Go on our WIR podcast. And there you find this series or just on the home page. Scroll down and you will see our recent podcast. Amen. So let us go and read the book of Joshua chapter 2 verses 17 to 20. Request granted. The request of Rahab for a true token was given to her. She was not denied. So shall we go to Joshua 2, 
17 to 20. Grab your Bible as we read this together. And the men said unto her, We will be blameless of this thine oath, which thou hast made us way. Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window without these letters down by. And thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household home unto thee. And it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thy house into the street, his blood shall be upon his head and will be guiltless. And whosoever shall be with thee in the house, his blood shall be on our head. If any hand be upon him, and if thou utter this our business, then will be guilt quit of thine oath which thou hast made us to swear. Amen. So we are saying that Rahab having requested for the true token. In verse 18, the Bible says, When we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window. So when she requested for a true token, she was granted her request. And what was given to her? It was a scarlet thread. She was given a scarlet thread to bind even upon the window of her house. The scripture that we read last time from Matthew chapter 7 told us that we should seek, we will find. We should knock, the door shall be open. We should ask and we shall receive. When Rahab asked for the true token. She wasn't denied the true token. These two spies gave unto Rahab a true token. At a time when destruction was about to fall upon the city of Jericho, one single woman, a woman with bad reputation, a woman who was a prostitute, and harlot, a woman living in the red light district, a woman who was just an escort, a woman who purchased her house, even at the right location for prostitution, discerned that destruction was about to fall upon her city. And she requested for a true token. Yes, she helped the people, but she did not settle for the help. She did not felt well, I have helped, so there is no need. The help that I've offered is more than enough to save me. No, she went a step further. She asked for a true token and she was given. You know, sometimes it bothers my heart when I see people. You go to church, you go and help to cook, you go and help to make tea, you go and help to serve biscuit, you go and help during the week, during that, during that. But you have not necessarily collected the true token. It is a dangerous thing. It is not enough to help church. The Church of Christ is not a charitable organization. The Church of Christ is God's establishment to point men and women to Christ, who is the true token that delivers, that secures us. From the future destruction. So when Rahab asked for the true token, even though she had offered charitable work, but she knew she needed something else than a charitable work, she asked for the scarlet thread. 
and she was given that scarlet thread. And this scarlet thread is a representation of the blood of Christ that was shed for us on Mount Calvary. In Exodus 12, the children of Israel were commanded to kill a ram, a sheep, and you know, put the blood on their doorpost. And as the angel of death, the angel of destruction, passed over the land, they shall be secured. That was just the blood of animals. And here we are seeing Rahab asking for the scarlet thread, for a true token. A token that delivers from the future destruction. A token that propels her even into the lineage of the Lord Jesus. And it is my prayer that even as Rahab asked for this scarlet thread, which is a symbol, a foreshadowing of what Christ was coming to do for humanity. It is only a foreshadowing of God's scarlet trade to humanity on Mount Calvary. And it is my prayer that you will ask for the scarlet trade. And I can promise you that God who loved the world and truly gave to us his only begotten son will not deprive you of this true token. It is his intention that you get this true token. It is not his intention to have you going to church over and over and over again and you have no clue of what it means to be a Christian. Christianity starts from collecting Christ who is God's true token. Have you collected him? Have you received him as the Lord of your life? Or do you just go to church out of curiosity? Do you just go to church? To help church because church is a charitable organization? Or have you discovered God in the midst of going to help out in church? Christ is the true token. He is the only solution to the misery that your life is in even right now. Christ is the only security for the future to come. And I am praying that you will seek him who is God's true token. And I know you will not be deprived of this true token. Amen. This is Women in Revival Podcast. Today, we are continuing a series called The Scarlet Thread. Our topic for today is what to do with the scarlet thread. Today, we will be seeing what we are supposed to do as women with the scarlet thread. We will be seeing Rahab and how Rahab, when she was given the instruction to use the scarlet thread, to put it in her window, she did not just do that. She also brought her friends, her family, to come and stay with her, to come and keep safe sisters our challenge for you today is that you too bring in others into your fellowship bring your family your friends bring them to know christ do not keep christ to yourself the scarlet thread is indeed jesus's blood for us do not keep that to yourself share the good news 
depressionity magic is better on this matter lord once again we just thank you for this series that you have been taking us through thank you for women who have been responding even to this series we praise you lord as we get into today's session just open our hearts further to receive of you in jesus name amen i really want to thank god for this series and i want to welcome you back onto women in revival podcast and welcome back particularly to this series the scarlet thread a true token we have been examining the life of rehab in a little measure to see what god could do for a woman of any background of any past rehab was a woman of bad reputation yet god rescued her she collected the scarlet thread a true token if you have missed any session of this series i want to challenge you to go back and i want to challenge you to share this particular series with all the ladies in your life particularly ask them to please listen to this particular series there is destruction in the loom there are destruction all over what women need is christ the true token so last time on this series we were looking at that rehab's request was granted if you missed yesterday's series please do go back to our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk on our front page you'll be able to access this particular series scroll down and you will find our recent podcast or go on our wir podcast you will find the same and you can contact us on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five or on our contact us page on our website so today i want us to move on as we look at what to do with the scarlet thread rehab who knew there was destruction coming rehab who offered the spies charitable work rehab who requested for the true token rehab who was granted the true token now let us go back and see what rehab did with this true token so let us read joshua chapter 2 let me read verse 18 it says behold when we come into the land thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window without these letters down by and thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household home unto thee verse 21 and she said according unto your words so be it and she sent them away and they departed and she bound the scarlet line in the window amen we are looking at what rahab did with the scarlet thread the true token that she collected so we saw that the men whom she requested the true token from gave her the true token and the true token came with instruction every woman who has been saved are saved even with instruction christ left us with the bible that is god's instruction for christians so they gave our instruction and said look 
bind this line of scarlet thread in the window. That was the first instruction. The first thing to do was to bind it upon her window. And as many women who have accepted the Lord Jesus, what Christ expected of them is to bind him upon the template of their hearts. Is to make Christ their all in all. Bind it upon the window of thine house. That means as people passes by, they would have been seeing that scarlet thread. It may look awkward. It may look silly. That means our house was actually different from every other house. What differentiated the scarlet thread that true token? Bind it upon the window of your house. People should be able to see your life like Matthew chapter 5 verse 16 says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good work. So your light, your life is meant to be that window that people see Christ through. So Rahab was told, bind it upon your window. That was the instruction. The scarlet thread, this true token is not meant to be hidden under bushel. It's not meant to be covered up. But rather, it's meant to be put upon the window of her house. So in that Joshua chapter 2 verse 18, Rahab was told to bind this scarlet thread upon the window where she let down the spice from. So the scarlet thread that was given to her first must be bound upon the window of Rahab's house. So as many of you who probably accepted the Lord as your savior through this series, you have a mandate. It is to bind the Lord Jesus upon your heart. That means whatsoever you've decorated the window of your life with before, you now need to remove them and put Christ there. That means if Rahab had decorated her window with all sorts of blinds and curtains, what would she have done? She would have removed them and put the scarlet thread there so that it can be visible for there is destruction coming. And as many of you who have accepted the Lord Jesus, now, what must you do? Bind him upon the window of your life. The way your life used to run, the you need to take not only 360 degree, actually more than that. Your life needs to have a turnaround now. So in that same verse 18, she was given another instruction. You shall bring your father your mother, your brethren, and all your father's household home unto thee. So two instructions, having received the scarlet thread, the true token. She was to bind it upon her window. That was the first thing. The second does not come before the first. If you haven't bound it upon the window of your house, you can't bring in your father, your mother, your father's household. You will only waste their lives because you do not have the true token. So, having bound upon your window, now bring in your father, bring in your sister. So, what am I saying? I am saying the Lord saying, as many women that are saved, make sure your election is sure. Make sure you are standing well in the Lord. Having stood well, bring in your sister, bring in your brother, 
let them come and taste of the truth that affected your life. Hence the reason why you cannot keep this broadcast to yourself. You have to share. Bring in your mother. Bring in your father to where? To your house. To your home that is now secured with the truth token. And now let's go and see. Did Rahab follow what she was told? Verse 21. And she said, according unto your words, so be it. That is, as you have said, so will it be. And she sent them away and they departed. So the chapter of this man in Rahab's life seems to close or pause for a moment till destruction comes. So now the Bible says, and she bound the scarlet line in the window. Did you see? Rahab collected the scarlet thread. She bound the same upon the window. She hearkened to the instruction that she was given. Are you a Christian woman that hearkened to the instruction that you are given? Do you listen to instruction? Do you follow the word of God? Do you follow the Bible, which is the manual that God has given Christians to follow? How is your relationship with your husband? Are you a submissive wife? How is your relationship with fellow Christians? How is your relationship with your colleagues at work? What is the testimony of your neighbor, of your colleagues about your life? Is your life fully bound with the scarlet thread of the Lord Jesus? Is Christ visible in your life? This is the challenge that I'm leaving you with even today. It is not enough to go and evangelize. It is not enough to be telling people you need to be a Christian. You need to be born again. Is your life a replica of whom Christ is? Can people see you and say, yes, this is a Christian indeed? I am praying that indeed you will bind Christ upon your life. Your speech, your daily pursuit will reflect Christ who is the true token, the scarlet thread of God unto humanity. Amen. This is Women in Revival podcast. Today, we will be finishing a series called The Scarlet Thread. Our topic for today is Saved in the Midst of Destruction. Today, we will be seeing that Rahab was saved in the midst of the destruction going all around her. Not even just Rahab, but even her family too. We have seen that she accepted a true token, but first she asked for a request. And when this request was granted, she got this true token. For us, this true token is Jesus. And sisters, let me tell you, that when you accept this true token, you can be saved in the midst of destruction. No matter what is going on in your life, whether it is in your workplace, in your marriage life, in your relationship with your children, no matter what it is, you can be saved in the midst destruction. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject.
Father, thank you once again for this series and how far you've taken us. Thank you for today, the last day of this particular series. Thank you for the seed that you've sown in the hearts of your women. Please, Lord, keep it. Watch over it. Let it bring forth hundreds of foods, thousands of foods. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to say a very big thank you for your continuity with us on this series, The Scarlet Thread are True Token. I believe the Lord has spoken to you through this series, and it is my prayer that even as Rahab became that woman that sought the Lord, and the Lord responded to her, may you also through this series and even thereafter. If you have missed any particular series, please do go back to our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk. If you scroll down on our home page, you will find our recent podcast, which will be this scarlet thread. Or if you go on our WIR podcast, you will find this series, which you can go through. It is my prayer that you will find it an encouragement for your soul. And please do share. You can use it at your fellowship. Contact us. Let's see how we might be able to help you. Last time, we were looking at what Rahab did with the scarlet thread. We saw that she hung the same upon her house and then she brought in her household. And God says, the same must happen to us. We must bind Christ upon our house. That when people see us, they can notice that we have been with Jesus. And also, then we begin to bring people in. One here, one there. One here, one day. Amen. So today we are finishing this series. But remember, you can still contact us even after this series. The number to call or WhatsApp is plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five. Amen. So let us go and consider saved in the midst of destruction. Saved in the midst of destruction. Let us read. Joshua chapter 6 verses 21 to 24. Remember throughout this series we have seen Rahab, a woman who was a prostitute and escort, a woman who was living on the red light district, you know, a woman who purchased a house with a business in mind, a prostitution business, and yet a woman who heard that there was destruction in the loom and she acted. She did charitable work. But she knew that her charitable work will not take her further. So she asked for the true token. And she was given the scarlet thread. So we saw last time that she bound even the scarlet thread upon the window of her house. So let us now see this same woman saved even from destruction. Joshua 6, 21 to 24. And they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both man and woman, young and old, and ox and sheep and ass with the edge of the sword. But Joshua had said unto the two men that aspired out the country, Go into the harlot's house, and bring out then the woman and all that she had, as he swore unto her. And the young men that were spies went in. And brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brethren and all that she had. And they brought out 
all our kindred and left them without the camp of Israel. And they burnt this city with fire and all that was therein, only the silver and the gold and the vessels of brass and of iron they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord and thanks be to God. And I pray we find it a blessing as we share thoughts together. So we have been looking at Rahab from Joshua chapter 2. And now fast forwarding to chapter 6 now. Remember Rahab in chapter 2 saw that there was destruction coming upon her city. And she acted accordingly. Now in chapter 6, the Bible says to us in verse 21 that they utterly destroyed all that was in the city of Jericho. Both man and woman, old and young, animals, just name everything, were utterly destroyed. And then Joshua said to the men that he sent to spy the land to go and bring out Rahab and all that Rahab had. Rahab was spared from the destruction in our day. Rahab was secured from the destruction that claimed the life of those in our time. Rahab was protected. Rahab was shielded from the destruction that took the lives of those in Jericho. Why? She asked for a true token. She collected the true token. She bound the true token upon the window of our house. The Bible says, as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds those that trust in him. Rahab had come to the place of trusting in God and God surrounded her. So they brought her out and not only her. Remember she was told to now bring in her family members and relatives which Rahab did. And because Rahab was saved, because she collected the true token, because she bound it upon her window and because she brought in her loved ones, she and her loved one were saved from the destruction that claimed the life of many in our time. Woman, do you know how many that may have been saved if only you are a true Christian indeed? Sometimes women will quarrel our husbands, we quarrel our children, we quarrel with friends, with this, with that. Actually, the solution is not your quarreling, it's not your nagging. The solution is that you collect the true token and you bind the same upon the window of your life. And as you do so, your life becomes an attraction to others. I am speaking from experience. It is not about quarreling your sibling. Let your life shine today. And before you know it, you become an emblem of life to them. They, they will start coming to you in their time of trouble. They will come and begin to seek counsel from you. Before you know it, you begin to lead them to the Lord. This has been my experience, honestly. So bind the same upon the lintel of your heart. And as you bind Christ upon your heart, let your life radiate his lifestyle. And before you know it, family members will be saved. So, Rahab was saved. Her life became Christ abode. And she was able to bring order in 
even into our house. So as many that came into the house of Rahab, a woman who was bringing in men before and be destroying their lives sexually, became that woman that rescued men, that rescued people from sin and from destruction. Do you know whoever entered into Rahab's house at that season in Jericho would have been saved? They would have been saved from that particular destruction. So I want you to think how many of your siblings may have been saved. How many of your friends may have been saved? How many of your children may have been saved? If only you stop quarreling. If only you stop binding Jesus upon your life. What do I mean? As you allow Christ to live out his life in you. As you spend time with the Lord in his word and prayer. As you begin to bring every member of your family, that child of yours, that prodigal son, that prodigal daughter. As you begin to bring them before the Lord in your prayer time, what are you doing? You are bringing them in into your house that they may come and taste of Christ, the true token of God. So in verse 24, the city was burnt with fire and everything that was there, both gold and silver, both vessels, except for Rahab. And his household. Romans 3.23 says. For all have sinned. And come short of the glory of God. Rahab sinned. Her father sinned. The all of Jericho sinned. Every mankind. Every man sinned. We were born sinners. But for Rahab. She did not remain a sinner. She took a step forward. Let's see the steps she took. Romans 6 verse 23. And I read says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So Rahab took a bold step forward to ask for the gift of God, which is Christ, which is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That was what Rahab received. The Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 12 that as many as received Jesus, to those people he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on the Lord's name. Do you believe on his name? Have you received him? Or are you still trying to explain away the reason why God do not exist? Are you still arguing that there is no God? Are you still saying you are not going to submit your life under the Lordship of the Lord Jesus. My friend, there is destruction on the way. It is time to accept the eternal life that God is offering you through His Son, Jesus Christ. This same Rahab was saved, she was delivered, and she found a space in the lineage of our Lord Jesus. I want to close this series as i read from the book of matthew chapter 1 verse 1 to 5 a woman who was a prostitute a woman of bad reputation a woman of bad past yet 
Her future was ransomed. Her story changed. She found space even in Christ. Matthew 1 verses 1 to 5 says, The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Judas and his brethren. And Judas begat Phares, and Zara of Tamar, and Phares begat Isram, and Isram begat Aram. And Aram begat Amnadab, and Amnadab begat Nason, and Nason begat Salmon. Verse 5. And Salmon begat Booz of Rechab, and Booz begat Obed of Fruit, and Obed begat Jesse. So we see Rahab entered into the record of the Lord Jesus, into the genealogy, into the earthly lineage of the Lord Jesus. Why? She collected the true token. Beloved, Christ wants to beautify your life. Christ wants to make you his royal diadem. Christ wants to make you a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Christ wants to bring you in into his family here on earth. Christ wants to bring you into his covenant of grace community. Are you ready to walk with him? Are you ready to collect him who is God's true token to humanity? I tell you, I collected him some years ago. Life has never remained the same for me. My life turned around. I found joy. I found peace. I found rest. Has things been so unkidory for me? Not at all. Life in itself is full of ups and downs. But in the midst of the ups and downs, I have seen God holding me fast, keeping me through, securing me, securing my thoughts, securing my heart, assuring me of the future ahead. Are you not coming with me on this journey with the Lord? Are you not coming to accept Christ who is the true token of God? I am not calling you into religion, but I am beckoning you to come and accept him. The true gift of God, the true eternal life, Jesus, the son of the most high God. Shall we pray? So, Heavenly Father, I want to thank you, Lord, for the scarlet thread, the true token of the Lord Jesus that you gave us. He poured forth his blood for us on the cross of Calvary. Thank you, Jesus. Over 2,000 years ago, you took upon yourself the nature of man and was born as a babe in a manger in order to rescue me Rehab and the many Rehabs that might be listening to this series. Lord, I pray that with your loving hand, you will draw this one, Lord, out of their city of destruction. Draw this one, Lord, and rescue them from the future destruction that is looming over their lives, over their marriages, over their children. Please, Lord, some of these women's marriage is about to pack up. Some of these women's children are becoming wayward. But Lord, I am praying for these particular women that you will bring them to the place of accepting you, the true token. Then 
their marriage, their children, other concerns them can find space also in them and even in you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I want to encourage you to send us your questions, your feedback. If you have any need of follow-up, do contact us and we'll be diligent to come back to you. Amen. <music>